Welcome, Friendship Fam. We are live in Friendship Church Studios. I'm Kenny White, inviting you to grab some coffee, buckle up, and enjoy the ride on this week's episode of your Friendship Church Podcast. Welcome. We are so glad to have you on this special episode of your Friendship Church Podcast. I'm here with Joel. Joel, it's good to see you again. We haven't done this in a while. I know. I haven't seen you since the last one. <laughs> Wait a minute. Have we been paying you still? Uh, oh, no. <laughs> you got to talk to the board of trustees. <laughs> That's right. We're going to have Tracy. another conversation. Joel, that is not true. We hang out all the time. I know. All the time. I know. We get to do things together. And you bought me for Matt at the turn of the year, and now I get to have one-on-ones <laughs> yeah, with you. Yeah, I oversee you now. Right. It's great. It's bought great. me. Redeemed, <laughs> <you>. <laughs> redeemed me. Yes, great uh, Boaz. You've been redeemed. And Ruth. That's right. You are my family <laughs> redeemer. So oh, boy. And, and you just kind of oversee uh, everything in the worship center on both campuses. Right in the worship center, except for you don't really oversee the connect cards, which are an important part of our ministries. Connect cards are great. If you haven't filled one out, we'd encourage you to do it. Not because we're like connect card yahoos, but <laughs> we like to know who's coming and how we can be praying for you. That's the biggest thing. I don't know how many people know this, but we dedicate like a huge portion of our Tuesday mornings at ministry team meetings to pray over yeah. these cards to to write prayer yeah. cards back to people who are submitting them and taking time to pray over them. Yeah. They are great. They are a great tool. And you know, oddly enough in my time here at Friendship, I haven't seen many like this at all, but I listened to this podcast that's called Worship Leader Probs. It's mainly like where I go to make sure that my woes aren't just my own. Um, <laughs> but uh, they got this funny bit called prayer concerns where they receive prayer, essentially prayer cards that they're people around the world have submitted to them or to churches. And a lot of people like to use prayer cards or connect cards to complain or to (laughs) say things they noticed about what went on on stage (laughs) or maybe something the worship leader did terribly or your clothes don't match or something like that. And one of my, one of my favorites to, uh, you know, dress you in the morning or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorites that they have ever had, um, it's a, it, the connect card only said one thing. It said this zipper. Oh no. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, at least they told you. Yeah. Well, maybe, I mean, how many people were on the stage that day? So right. then there's just this one person who knows who it was. Right. Oh man. So more of the story. Is, yeah. Check your zippers. Check. <laughs> That's right. I don't know why I said well, it like that. We, so we used to always wear ties uh, you know, when on Sundays, that was kind of the thing. And we always wear ties. Mm-hmm. And so one of the pastors that I worked with, we would go through a series before we went up front. And so we would start in the office just before the service, we'd pray together. And then we had this mantra that we went through before we went out into the worship center. And it was tie fly notes. <laughs> and so if you had those taken care of, you were all set. Wow. Yeah. You didn't That's take the time to to rhyme the last <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. We didn't. Time fly. No, anyways. Hey, let's talk about those connect cards because that's one of the reasons that we get to have Miss Tracy Hatch with us today. Tracy's our executive director and uh you just recently wrote a blog for the uh, church website, and uh, it, it it really kind of sparked a discussion between us, mm-hmm. and I, I think it's it's really hit on 
a tender spot on your heart too, Tracy. And maybe you could just uh, tell us a little bit about that and maybe where the genesis of this uh, post came from. Sure. Thanks. I'm thrilled to be here. Uh, this is a topic that's near, near, near and dear to my heart. And I actually also think it is sort of a, you know, a God planning thing that I totally missed um, because I didn't even realize that my post was going live. I was just assigned a date and right. I didn't realize that <laughs> it was going live on Good Friday. Yeah. Um, but as I started writing it, you know, I don't know, six weeks or so before uh, the post date, which was Good Friday, the 15th of April, uh, I just really felt called to write on a particular topic, and really the genesis comes from some prayer cards that prayer cards that we have received. Mm-hmm. And part of it is a connection to my story, and part of it is just um, kind of a, a bigger, tender spot I have for just the body of Christ, and frankly, women in yeah. particular um, in this area. Yeah, I, I I've noticed on the prayer cards from time to time we'll get we'll get these cards and. Very sincerely, it breaks my heart mm-hmm. when when people seem to be living in a place where they don't seem to be getting forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Uh, they 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 can't seem to let go of something. They can't receive the forgiveness that the Lord has for them, and that's that's a tough place to be. And I would say that most of us, to a certain degree, is probably we've probably all experienced that. Mm-hmm. Um, but boy, it breaks my heart when I see yeah. those. Is that kind of what you're thinking? Absolutely. And, yeah. and I and I also think that sometimes we are uh, more gracious and forgiving and loving and understanding. And we read scripture about how um, Jesus responds and we, we totally get that mm-hmm. for other people. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes mm-hmm. when we look at our own stuff, because we know ourselves and we know our history and we know our motives and we know mm-hmm. in some cases we knew better. Um, yeah. You know, I think in particular, sometimes when we uh, you know, we become saved. We come to really know the Lord, yeah. and and I also another passion of mine is the distinction between Savior and Lord. That's not exactly the same <laughs> thing. That's a podcast for another day, maybe. But right. <laughs> um, but but you know, once we do submit to the Lordship of Christ, we still sometimes can mm-hmm. make mistakes, and in fact, sometimes they're you know things that in human terms we might consider small mistakes. None of them are yeah. small to the Lord, of course, in a sin. Um, but in other cases, you know, we do things, and we're like, man, I knew better. Yeah. I knew better, and I knew. The Lord and I, and I knew I knew that this did not please Him, and yet I yeah. I did this anyway, and so that can carry a level of shame and disappointment and regret that right. can really eat away at someone's soul. And and frankly, sometimes at church, that's not the place we feel like we can talk about that, right? Right. Um, you know, so often I and I and I don't know that it's necessarily any one individual's fault, but I, I I feel like when we come together as the body of Christ, we know we're all sinners saved by grace, right? That's why yeah. we're here. We hear it, we hear the gospel preached at least in this church clearly from the front. Yeah. So we know that, and yet um, sometimes if we have a sin or we have an issue we're struggling with, we sit in the in the chair and we just think, oh man, I'm probably the only one in the room that struggles with this mm-hmm. thing, or there was that one time, or there was that one sin, or there was that whatever, yeah. and we think, um, like, I couldn't dare say it here because then people would know. <laughs> and yeah. the reality is, I think as a body of Christ, um, in particular, what I think about this church is that we actually do want to know. We want to come alongside one another. We want to um, speak truth to one another. And and so often that is truth that we know for other people. Yeah. And, and even for most of our things, right? Like if I, um, you know, say a cuss word today, I know I can go to the Lord and be forgiven of that. But there are some things that right. are deeper where 
I think we're just afraid to open up and expose that either to mm. other people or to ourselves even. Yeah. You know, James talks about, you know, confessing your sin to one another. And that is what part of my story that happened on a particular day. And my friend <laughs> was just like, well, first of all, she didn't belittle it, but she also was like, okay, that's the thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You know, so you ate dog food. <laughs> so it's, it's not, it's not really about whatever that is. It's about the heart that I had toward it. I, yeah. I harbored shame and bitterness and unforgiveness mm. toward myself. And I loved the Lord so deeply. And yet I was like, I knew better. And that is the thing, yeah. you know? And so I carried around this idea that like, he couldn't possibly forgive me for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until my friend really confronted me with that. It was like, so you're saying <laughs> yeah. that Jesus' sacrifice was not enough. And I was like, no, 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 that's not at all what I'm saying. And she was like, right. oh, well, think about that. And anyway, so yeah, so that's why it's it's something that I care about deeply. And I, I know from the Connect cards that yeah. there are people in our congregation who uh, carry that as well. And so I wrote right. this intentionally trying to reach some of those folks with the idea that... Um, you're not unforgivable. And yeah. no matter how bad that sin was, and no matter how bad, at least in human terms, or even in mm-hmm. God's eyes, that <laughs> sin is, or that you've done it multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jesus is there and his yeah. forgiveness is complete. And, um, you know, you have to go to him and be willing to lay it bare. Mm. And he has to also... Um, you know, be received. I mean, you can't, you can't yeah. take it to him and then take your junk back with you. <laughs> right. You know, right. you have to go. Yeah. You know, I have this analogy of a suitcase. You got to go, you got to open your bag up. You got to pull yeah. out all the junk and do business. And then you got to leave the junk at his feet and be like, Lord, like I can't yeah. carry this anymore. This is only you can possibly carry this. And, yeah. and he will, he, he'll, he'll bask you in love and forgiveness and grace, but you kind of have to first yeah. also. Yep. I have a friend, he would say, uh, you need to leave that on the cross. Mm-hmm. It's been crucified. Mm-hmm. And I stop taking it back down. Right. <laughs> you know, right. that's a it's a great reminder. Jesus sacrifices is is bigger than that. Mm-hmm. And uh the depth of his love is greater than exactly. that. Exactly. And you know, it it probably is the kind of this the the other side of arrogance, mm-hmm. perhaps, is this idea that I'm I'm worthless. I'm unforgivable. Yeah. That I, 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 like God couldn't possibly love me. Right. No, that's not true at all. Yeah. Like God is bigger than that, and He cares for us. And it, mm-hmm. that cross covers all of us, mm-hmm. and all means all. Mm-hmm. And uh, boy, we have to go back to that place over and over again. I think sometimes, um, at least as I've experienced it, and talking about forgiveness in general terms. Uh, we sometimes get that mixed up with mm-hmm. other things, you know, like, for example, I've heard someone say, I'm not going to forgive because then that, that justifies mm. what they did. Mm. Nope. And that's not true. <laughs> it's not right. And so, so if we have this sense that, oh, well, if I, for, if I allow God to forgive me, if I live in that place, uh, then I've justified the behavior. Mm. Well, no, that's, that's not it. That, that was taken care of at the cross. Mm-hmm. That was a big deal. I don't know. I think too, sometimes we focus on the thing, mm-hmm. like, like to kind of echo your point, uh, we focus on the sin or our shortcoming or our failings. And yeah. you know what? We're going to do that. 
that's terrible. We, I mean, we're sinful fallen human beings and until glory, like we are not going to be perfect. And sometimes we look at that and that becomes our focus. Like, Oh, Mm -hmm. that thing. Or, you know, like I talk in the post, like that sin. And yet what we, we, we have to stop kind of looking at that, not minimize it, but we have to look and notice that God is so much bigger. Yeah, he is right so on. much like, um, it's like he is so much bigger, so much better, so much gooder. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, right. I mean, he like the magnitude of who he is and what he does and what he offers us is so much more than any sin mm-hmm. uh, or any uh, accumulation of sin. Now, that doesn't mean we sin all the more so grace can abound, but it does right. mean that. You know, when we bring our uh, regret to him, when we bring our repentance to him, mm-hmm. like he doesn't look at it and go, well, okay, now that, now you've just, <laughs> you tipped the scale here, honey. <laughs> well, right. <laughs> it's really like, right. he is so much more. So stop looking at the thing, bring the thing, don't ignore the thing, Yeah. but go to him and then recognize how much bigger he is than yeah. that which you're focused on yeah. and focus there on him and, and what he offers instead. Well. I love that. And even just recognizing that God's word is true. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, okay, so I confess that sin. Is God really faithful and just? Mm. Right? Well, yeah, he is faithful and just. Mm. Okay. So I confess my sins. God is faithful and just to forgive me of that sin and Mm -hmm. cleanse me of all unrighteousness. Mm -hmm. Is God's word true or not? Right. If it is, then... uh, Despite the fact that I may not be feeling uh, clean and righteous, God's word is true, and I confessed it, and I trust him, and therefore, mm-hmm. I am forgiven, mm-hmm. and therefore, I am cleansed, mm-hmm. and therefore, I am righteous because of him. That's right. Uh, um, so, you know, scripture also is is clear that we have to forgive one another, and sometimes... You listening, Joel? <laughs> And I think sometimes how this also plays out in our life is that we we will know that the Lord will forgive us, but we yeah. can't forgive ourselves. And Scripture talks about, um, you know, that that the way to the degree that we forgive others, right. the Lord will forgive us, right? right? Or I think it's Matthew eighteen that talks about turning us over to the jailer, or in some um, translations mm-hmm. it says the torturer, right? Yeah. And and so. It's not enough to just go to the Lord and hand that over to him. I mean, he is enough to handle that. But if we're truly following scripture, we have to first allow ourselves to really examine and forgive ourselves. We have to do Mm -hmm. that kind of in concert with him. It's not like I'm going to harbor this bitterness and unforgiveness to myself, but Mm -hmm. Lord, I want you to forgive me. You know, scripture talks about basically, and you'll have better language for this than me, but, um, you know, like we, he will forgive once we let go of it. Right. Like, mm. like when we forgive the person who wronged us, it allows him the avenue for um, his justice to take place, whether exactly, that's forgiveness yeah. or yeah. repentance on their part or however that works. It's right. sort of like it's not us um, condoning their behavior or our own behavior, but yeah. it is us saying, OK, Lord, like I am not going to uh, harbor bitterness or harbor this um, thing that's been done against me, even if I did it against myself. Mm. Right. It's us saying, you know what, Lord, I'm going to give all of that to you. So just like I would forgive Joel if he offended me, I need to forgive myself when I know that yeah. I've offended me and God. Mm. And right. I need to take that in concert to God and say, like, I don't know how to repair this. <laughs> like, mm. like I'm broken and I, mm-hmm. I feel this, you know, terrible weight. And yet I know that your word says I have to forgive 
And that even means I have to forgive myself sometimes when I yeah. don't want to, when I want to feel pious or somehow morally superior by carrying right. around this, well, I'm such a bad person kind of vibe, right? Right. Instead, I need to go to the Lord and say, like, I need to forgive myself just like I would need to forgive someone else who sinned against me. Because because mm. when we sin, yes, we sin primarily against God, but we also sin against ourselves or one another. Mm-hmm. And so it's I think it's I think it's a both and um the Lord yeah. is so big and gracious and willing to forgive. And yet we can't just walk away harboring the same ill feelings toward ourself because right. of our sin. Well, and I, I guess I would even add to that, like, let's stop helping Satan out. If, right. if Satan is the accuser of the brethren, mm-hmm. and that's what he does is constantly accuses and constantly speaks into, you did this wrong and you did this wrong. And, and that I actually might be true. Uh, but we're helping him when we live in that place mm-hmm. and speak that instead of living in the forgiveness mm-hmm. that God has given. Mm-hmm. Like, let's stop he- helping Satan yes. out. You know what I mean? I do. It's I, really the distinction between, as I see it, condemnation versus conviction. The yeah. Holy Spirit will convict us. But if you're walking around in condemnation yeah. all the time, you know what? You are partnering with the wrong mm-hmm. person. Right, right. <laughs> you're partnering with the enemy who is after your soul. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And that includes your, uh, you know, your happiness, your joy, your ability right. to come to the cross. Like, yeah. stop partnering with him and go to Jesus yeah. and say, you know what? Here's my bag. Here's all the junk. And I yes. got to forgive myself and I got to I got to just walk away clean. Yeah. I love that in Romans 8. There is therefore now no condemnation yes. for those who are in Christ Jesus. Yes. And and a good reminder for us that we don't we don't we don't live there. Mm-hmm. We don't live there. And uh I, I guess uh Tracy as as you're you're kind of processing through this, what would be what would be a word if someone listening in were saying, you know, I, I hear what you're saying. I'm, I'm right there. I mm-hmm. agree with you. Uh, but just help me kind of get over this hump. Mm-hmm. Mm. What would be a word? What would you give them uh, uh, to kind of encourage them through this that maybe the, the next prayer card they're putting in is, mm-hmm. uh, thank you, Jesus. I'm learning to live in this forgiveness. What word would you give them? I would say, first of all, like stop hiding in the shadows, come into the light. And whatever that means, um, maybe that means reaching out to your campus pastor, uh, mm-hmm. Kenny or Matt. Maybe that means reaching out to another fellow believer, someone, uh, you know, who is really rooted in scripture and who is a mature believer. Maybe that means uh, reaching out to your small group. I think there mm-hmm. is power in bringing it into the light. It, it just diffuses all of it. It takes all the shame away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it also, yeah. you know. Sin can't grow in the it, light. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. Like, um, and I would also say that part of that is uh, following James, you know, confessing our sin to one another. And it's not Mm -hmm. in a take out the dirty trash kind of way. It's it's sort of like a look. I got to tell this to someone because otherwise, I just sit and circle it in my head. Yeah. And so that I would say is a first step. And another step would be uh, really get in the Word. Uh, Feel free to come to church. (laughs) Uh, Again, reach out to people. Um, Man, like I just, oh, I would just. I would love to know who they are. Like, yeah, <laughs> let right. me know. I'll put my arms around you and I'll be like, it's okay. Like yeah. the Lord loves you. And this bad thing. Yep. We're not going to like pretend it's not bad, but right. we're going to say God is so much better. <laughs> yeah. Right. So you don't right. have to hide. You don't have to sit at home. You don't have to sulk. You don't have to pretend like you've got a smile on. And yet deep down you're like, if they only knew about this right. thing, come to someone, bring it into the light. And if you don't know how to, they will help you get to Jesus with it. Yeah. And, 
do your business with Jesus. And again, it's not saying, hey, that sin is okay. We're going to minimize the weight of sin. No, but we are going to say, we don't have to carry this load anymore. Right. We don't have to carry it. Yeah. That that sin put our Savior on the cross. And the good news is, our Savior went to the cross. Right, for the joy set before him, right? Yes. And he, yeah. he he laid it down and he took it up again. It was like nobody yeah. took it from him. He he did this for us, yeah. and of course for his glory and the glory of the Father, but he did this for us so that mm-hmm. we could do this. Yeah. So don't sit and, and hide and sit in shame and condemnation. Condemnation yeah. is not from the Lord. Yeah. And stop partnering with that. You will enter into a whole new life. And, and you can't hide. So good. You can't hide. You really can't right? hide. He knows everything yeah. about us. Yeah. He's omniscient and omnipresent. He's always with you. Mm-hmm. And are you living that way? Mm-hmm. But there's the real freedom in, uh, there's so many feelings caught up in sin. Yes. Both on the side of like, yeah, I'm going to help someone. Like I, it feels good to help someone maybe with their sin and it's harder to address your own. But yeah. it's, be, it's just because of feelings. But when you get through that, there's so much freedom. Mm-hmm. Like that's why the the tag freedom in Christ is a thing because it's true. Yeah. And, and there's that's... nothing like it. There's nothing like well, I mean frankly, I think there's nothing like the the pain and the truth of facing your own junk, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and then there's nothing like getting up off the floor and being like, "Thank you, Jesus." Like yeah. there's just there's just no words, but yeah. thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. I I I love my experiences at uh, Celebrate Recovery have been very encouraging, and one of them is what you just said. For um, uh, for example, we had a worship time in a Celebrate Recovery, and just seeing people who were confessing amazing burdens that mm-hmm. they carried with them through addictions and the destruction of those addictions in their life and being able to say, God— you got. I, I am confessing this. You got it, and that weight that held them down, like they're free. And you just, you, they, I just experienced it uniquely in uh, a a specific celebrate recovery service that w- that I was a part of. That just as you were talking, it just really jumped out in my brain, and and that's what we hope for everyone, though. Exactly. <laughs> like that's a part of why we come together. We're joining saints around the world and the heavenly host proclaiming that Jesus is worthy and he's done the work. And so uh, we join him in that. Thank you for this, Tracy. I just really appreciate your heart and desire to see people living a life that is a life of freedom and a a life that is everything God called them to. FriendshipMN.org slash blog. If you want to read that post. Yeah, excellent. Or any of them. Yeah. There's a lot of good ones. For sure, for sure. Well, friends, thank you for joining in. Thank you for uh, engaging. And we look forward to talking to you uh, really soon. We hope that you are able to love, live, and serve like Jesus. God bless you, and we'll see you soon. Thank you for joining in today, church fam. We will see you next time on your Friendship Church Podcast. Mm -hmm.